Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to another episode of the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I hadn't planned to release a new podcast until the other few that I'm uh, currently working on were done, but um, I had been sitting in reflection after my last podcast, and the Lord told me um, a few days ago, and I and I felt like a heaviness. I felt like something had changed. And I told my friend Tom, some of you are familiar with him, I had uh, mentioned to him that something has, uh, it's like, I feel like we're waiting for something and I couldn't be sure what it was. And the Lord had told me a day before that what is shall never be. And I take heed to that warning that I felt in my spirit because in February of 2020, before the lockdown had started, I had received a message one morning as I was waking up. Actually, it was right before I woke up. It's what woke me up. It was when the COVID-19 pandemic had started, and it had not made its way, or there were no, at least, reports of it in the United States yet. It was all going on over in Wuhan at the time. The Lord had said to me, it's not going back to normal from here. Or it was something along the lines of, it's normal is not returning from here. And I didn't understand at that time exactly what it meant. But then a month later, that's when we were put into lockdowns, you know, two weeks to slow the spread. Uh, Then a month, then, as you know, it was all downhill from there. So that's that message from the Lord then uh, came to it came to be a reality. I believe there's many out there who still do not understand what time it is. They're still on the fence. You unbelievers out there, if you think that I do these shows and you think that they're entertainment and it's, oh, ah, ha, 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 he's a conspiracy theorist, you're about to find out what's really happening. My dear sister Glinda posted a message. It was on August 27th, 2018, and the title of that was called Heed My Warnings. I speak to you now about what is coming, because the time is coming, and soon, when many of the avenues I speak to you through shall be no more. Do you understand where we're going with this, folks? And I'll explain that in a moment. O my people, heed my warnings. Do not be foolish as many of those in the past were. Do not be foolish as those who are lukewarm, who believe nothing bad will ever happen who believe it will not happen in their generations. Store up my word. Store up that you might have it when light has gone from your world. Store up that it may comfort you in that time of no comfort. Jeremiah seventeen fifteen. Behold, they say unto me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. Second Peter 3, verses 3 and 4. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Matthew 10.22 And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. 2 Thessalonians 1, verses 5-10 
which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which ye also suffer, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Folks, this message was posted over two years ago. It is becoming very relevant, in fact, Many of the past messages are now becoming relevant. Some of you are familiar with my blog. Um, if you follow Innocence Redeemed, I have a blog where I post and I write. I write messages the Lord gives to me. And back on May 13th, which was two months ago now, well, we're a day short of it. Today's July 12th. I had just woke for the day around 4.30 in the morning, and I heard in my spirit, the white horse rides. Now, some people believe the red horse is already riding, but I'm not so, I think that I, I'm going to explain that in just a moment because I, I'm going to explain um, why I believe one horse leads to the next. They are, the horses of the apocalypse are galloping, but when the Lord said the white horse rides, I paused and I just sat there for a moment and I asked him, as in the white horse and Revelation 6, because, you know, I was just rubbing the sleepies out of my eyes. I was just sitting here at my desk because that's sometimes what I do when I first wake up. I'm just gathering my thoughts. I'm like, okay, I got to go get the coffee going. And, you know, but he didn't even wait until I was out of bed and he started speaking to me. And I, so I came over and I started writing it down what he was telling me. Yes, son, they are planning to come for my people. I have been telling you folks that all these things I did do you see part one, I did do you see part two. I'm going to read Revelation 6, verses 1 through 2. As I watched, the Lamb broke the first of the seven seals on the scroll. Then I heard one of the four living beings say with a voice like thunder, Come. I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow, and a crown was placed on his head. He rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. Anybody who has looked into all of this uh, propaganda being put out about coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to call it. Every cold's a coronavirus, but corona means crown. It's Latin for crown. And when you note the part that says he rode out to win many battles and gain the victory, what does that speak to you? Because I have told you that there is going to be th events coming that are going to cause an interruption to life as we know it. I have told you not to clamor for normal. I told you in my most recent podcast why I was not supporting July 4th. I was not celebrating because we're a country, if not a world, that has gone into captivity. Now, in the last few days, there has been a great change. There has been a great shift. And like I said at the beginning, I wasn't even going to do this. This podcast was not in the plans. I, it's not scripted. I didn't do pre-planning on it. 
I'm seeing where things are. We're running out of time, folks. If you do not know the Lord Jesus, you need to get off the fence. Stop playing around. Stop deflecting. Stop pointing fingers. Stop sinning. Repent and call on him. I'm going to play a clip for you as it relates to my message, The White Horse Rides. And this clip was done by Alex Jones yesterday. And interestingly enough, he plays some video clips that I've seen behind the scenes that I have not shared with you all. So take a listen. Here it is. It's Sunday, July 11th. The year is 2021. And the New World Order has been officially announced. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. There comes a time when evil launches its new war it does every few generations its new plan that it has to emerge that it's not in the shadows anymore and we're now there it has been announced by Australia by the EU by the European Union by the UN and by the Pope as well as many other quote world leaders in the last 48 hours that a new world order is here of permanent lockdowns forced inoculations and fraudulent P PCR tests to leave your home they are now on mainstream national television, all the world saying the same message that you're going to be locked down permanently because being out talking to others is bad and that this is to politically control you when they plunge the world economy into a total depression and issue you a world digital ID via your smartphone and then an implantable microchip. You can see an article with these different videos and reports that is just bombshell by Jamie White at Infowars.com. Mike Adams uh, did a deep analysis of many of the government documents that are public and admittedly put out on the contact tracers and the strike teams now coming to your homes and how they're preparing for forced lockdowns and even quarantines. So that is all coming up, the same martial law you've seen in Europe and other areas now coming here. We're going to have those documents for you and lay them all out in great detail at the bottom of the hour. We need to mobilize our governors, our legislatures, our churches, our businesses against this global government, big corporations, communist China, the UN, Hollywood, the blue states, the blue cities. This is just an incredible time to be alive. Fauci has now announced on all the Sunday shows, and he's our God, he's our master. Don't agree with him, big tech bans you, even remember Congress, uh, that he does want forced inoculations now. So that's all official. It's all happening. They're moving into high gear. These are not vaccines to protect you. These are vaccines that cause all sorts of illnesses and are soft kill weapons. We have doctors and scientists laying all that out. But first, let's go to that report where they've announced the New World Order in Australia and all over the world, but Australia is the microcosm. What's being done there is now coming here. Today is the first full day of the New World Order. Outdoor gatherings are limited to two people. Exercise is allowed, but no further than a 10-kilometre radius from your home. Browsing in shops is not permitted. Only one person per household may leave to do essential shopping. And from tomorrow, funerals are limited to 10 people. This is a world pandemic. It's a one-on-100-year event. 
So you can expect that we will have transmission uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. This is the new world order. This is the new world order. Today is the first full day of the new world order. The new world order. The new world, new world, new world order. I want to be straight with you. There will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. A vaccine on its own will not end the pandemic. Surveillance will need to continue. People will still need to be tested, isolated and cared for. Contacts will still need to be traced and quarantined. Communities will still need to be engaged. It is a big idea. A new world order. We're going to come back and play the rest of this and then get into all the actual clips from the ministers. This is a permanent world government where they all dress up in masks and gloves and say you're toxic and say you're non-essential and say you've got to be given deadly shots that sterilize you and kill you down the road. I mean, this is it. It's here. They always promise to do it. And it's led by Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab. They're literally coming to bankrupt you and kill you. through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. On Friday, more than 15 world leaders announced world government. They said things were never going back to normal and you're going to live under permanent martial law and you'll have to have injections to even leave your house or have a job. You'll be tested multiple times a week by a PCR computer and that now having a cold is illegal and that you will be sent to an emergency center, uh, you will be put on a ventilator until you are dead. That is the new guillotine. A lot of people are freaking out that we knew all of this over a year ago, and how do we know it would all come true? Well, the UN said so. We watched 20 hours of UN videos from their meeting where they admitted vaccines aren't real or all a giant fraud, killing a bunch of people, but they've been ordered by Big Pharma to carry this out because the world economy is about to collapse and they need an excuse to silence you so that you can't speak out against what's happening. Now, what's crazy is we told you this over a year ago and played the clips. I have national federal TV out of Canada saying the same damn thing last week and I'm going to play that for you. You're like, why would they state it like a villain in a, in a Marvel comic universe? Because when you get to this point, they can no longer hide it, and they're telling the rest of the government why they're doing it. Because the police are saying, why are we keeping churches closed for a year and a half? But Walmart's open. Why are we, why are we, people are going bankrupt, committing suicide mass, and hardly anybody's even dying of COVID, and uh, the COVID shots don't work, and the vaccines don't work, and they make people sick. They go, it's because of our new world order. And we're taking over and we can't have them talking to each other in the streets with a great reset. They're getting ready to claim hackers shut down Wall Street. They're getting ready to claim hackers are going to take your pension fund. Klaus Schwab and the Davos Group have written the white papers on that and they run the world. What they plan happens. They're in charge. 
But everybody tries to act like, oh, it's just Alex Jones over there. He just says these crazy things. And I agree it sounds crazy to have a virus scare. And then inject people with something that gives them infertility and, and, and cancer and brain damage and heart attacks. But that's what all the good scientists that weren't part of this, but prestigious ones, said a year ago when they saw these vaccines. They go, those aren't vaccines. Those are gene therapies. And they've tried those before where it blocks all viruses' proteins. You need a lot of viruses. We exchange information via viruses. But it doesn't matter. Your body's made up of the same protein as viruses. You have to attack the RNA of a virus. You, the body has to learn that individual RNA. You don't learn to stop a virus because of its protein shell, its protein spike. And if you do that, the harpoon it rams into your cell, if you make your body immune to that, autoimmune to that, you're going to attack your own body. They knew what was going to happen. What did we tell you a year ago? Brain damage, heart attacks, cardiovascular problems, because the most prestigious scientist in the world, the discoverer of mRNA, the discoverer of HIV, Nobel Prize winner, the head chief scientist at Pfizer, the head of the EU Advisory Commission, Yadon, Wudard, I can name all of them. But another group of scientists, Peter Daszak, Fauci, and others, with Obama and the Democrats, were running Wuhan with the Chi-Coms. They developed it, they created it, they released it, and now they're in charge of it. And they're even in charge of the vaccine to counter it, that it stops the protein, but it actually makes you attack your body. And now, like I told you a year ago, the vaccines won't protect you. Now they're saying, oh, magically they don't protect you. But a few months, you need new shots every few months. And Bill Gates says this is to upgrade and put the UN in charge and, and, and massively build giant vaccine production so much that you can be vaccinating 7.5 billion people once a month with new things, where you've got to have this new shot every month to be authorized to leave your house. And then they can really start testing on us like guinea pigs. This is such a giant diabolical plan. So here is the UN. I can play the video. We've already done it probably 50 times. Of Dr. Ryan, Michael Ryan, of the UN Rapid Reaction Force, says, who official says authorities need to enter homes and remove family members and put you in isolation? This is the perfect cover for permanent martial law, and it all violates the Nuremberg Code. I'm going to be going into later in the next hour. I'm actually going to read from it. It will blow you away how everything I read in the Nuremberg Code is what they're violating. You will see it on its face, how illegal this is and how the Nazis were executed for what these people are now doing. I mean, they are making their move, not with tanks and airplanes, but with the whole medical bureaucratic eugenics system. <clears throat> so let's get into it right now. Here's Fauci on CNN. He was also on all the other major channels saying he is for local governments mandating. That means forced. Because again, federally it'll get blocked, it's illegal, but if a bunch of cities do it on their own, what do you get, a thousand Supreme Court cases? Just like amnesty cities, just like sanctuary cities are illegal, or cities that ban guns are illegal, they still get away with it. Democrat cities, so they're the ones going to send their health departments out with these federal goons, we got the documents, to take you forcibly to centers. It's a revolution. It's illegal, but they're doing it. Here's Fauci. I have been of this opinion, and I remain of that opinion, that I do believe at the local level, Jake, there should be more mandates. There really should be. We're talking about life and death situation. We've lost 600,000 Americans already, and we're still losing more people. There have been 4 million deaths worldwide. This is serious business. 
So I am in favor of that. You know, one of the things that will happen, and I think the hesitancy at the local level of doing mandates is because the vaccines have not been officially fully approved. Oh, Remember, they counted car wrecks, cancer deaths, heart attacks, all as COVID. Now when COVID actually kills you from the vaccine, the, doc the documents here, most people dying from it, died from the vaccine. They then call it COVID. It's all a lie. The inventor of the PCR test just happened to die about two years ago, but he said that the whole thing was a fraud, just like Theranos. Remember that company with Bill Gates and that lady that was a so-called PCR test that was all a scam, tell you if you had cancer? It's all a fraud. They said we'd have... Three million dead Americans. We'd have millions of dead in Europe. We didn't. Most of the 600,000, 94% out of something else. It's a lie. It's hysteria. It's fear, folks. It's the spirit of fear to manipulate you. Going back to the clip. Now I've got all these clips right here. Dr. Lena Wynn on CNN basically saying it should be mandatory or you should be punished. Here she is clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? Okay, I'm hitting pause here. Do you hear what... Do you hear the... the the things they say i mean you can't make this stuff up you could not write stephen king could not write a better horror novel this is the stuff that we're being given over to because of the many sins in this nation and i'm going to get into that later on by the way because idolatry that's a big part of it that is the big part of why we are where we are and it's because of the greed and it's going to lead to betrayal of others so they can hang on to their carrot or bite the carrot because that's hanging on to that normalcy I was talking about earlier. But we'll get back to that. Just going back to the clip now. So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. She read those exact lines four months ago. And now all the world, they're reading the exact lines that, sorry, though you've had all the shots, you got to have more. It doesn't protect you. It's all a trap. They're holding you hostage. You don't become free by them forcing an experimental injection into you. You let them buffalo you and control you and put you in their cult of domination. They are a eugenics cult. Now, here she is yesterday. Here she is changing her tune, but, but, but still saying punish people that haven't had the shots. And remember, all the states and cities that ended the lockdowns, they had much, 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 much lower levels of it because there wasn't depressed people inside with masks, breathing bacteria and getting bacterial pneumonia that they would then misdiagnose and put you on a ventilator and kill you. Here she is. I think this really depends on what it is that we do at this point. So now we have this Delta variant that is much more contagious. Because it's more contagious, it's going to be even harder for us to reach herd immunity. We're going to have to vaccinate an even higher proportion of people to get there. What happens then if we end up having another variant developing that's even more contagious, that could cause more disease, that could evade the protection of our immune system? And so how quickly we get this under control and which way we go depends on what we do now. 
now when it comes to vaccination, to overcoming disinformation. And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. It's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. That is what it's going to take. This for is us to a criminal takeover. It is not a vaccine. It's a deadly gene therapy. It's not approved. And you deserve to go to prison for the rest of your life, you monster woman, for working with Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates. And you will pay for what you've done, criminal. I pray that God strikes you down. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred threescore and six. That is triple six, folks. They have a patent on it. There are patents on these vaccines. I have shown you on my blog the videos where people are being scanned with electromagnetic readers and they're emitting a frequency. There are videos now popping up of people in supermarkets going able to go in with their iPhone or Android, and if they turn on Bluetooth on their phone, it can detect all the people around them. I kid you not, folks. I'm going to put that video into the blog that I'm going to post this podcast with so you can see for yourself. When they're going around telling you that you have to have a QR code to get into a gym, a bar, or any event for that matter, when they're telling you you can't leave a certain radius to exercise like they're doing in Australia, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play all these clips, or I'm going to read these articles to you, and I'm going to post them with this podcast so you can see that I'm not making any of this up. It's all right in your face now. And this is why I'm telling you, there is no room anymore for denial. You can no longer be on the fence. You are either going to choose to live for and serve Jesus Christ, or you are going to worship the beast. You are going to worship the normalcy, your idols, normal, the, the things of the world. And by clamoring to that, you're still going to lose your life because that's why many people are dying as a result of this vaccine. You're clamoring for the normalcy. And this is why I get so upset when I see people going rah, 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 Trump 2024. That whole thing is a distraction and people need to get their priorities straight. Trump is not going to save you. A political ideology is not going to save you. That is misplaced faith. That, just that idea alone, and clamoring for that, that is idolatry. And I'm going to be getting into that, like I just said, um, after I play the rest of this clip, which I'm going back to now. Welcome back. I'm Alex Jones, your host. And the world is in a lot of trouble, but if we admit how much trouble we're in, we got a chance to get out of it. Uh, Charlie Munger is one of the board members of Berkshire Hathaway. He's like 90-something years old. And he is the main advisor to Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. He's both their personal lawyer. And Charlie Munger was on uh, national television last week, and he said the goal is communist China. We want to be like communist China. We will be able to arrest anybody we want for any reason. 
uh, if they uh, don't do what the big corporations want. And the lady said, really? And he goes, absolutely. If we don't like what you're doing, Sonny, we just send you to a work camp. You'd say, why is he saying that? Well, he's not saying it because he's senile. He's saying it because he's an evil monster. I can play you Trudeau of Canada. I can play you uh, Merkel. I can, the German chancellor. They all praise Xi Jinping and say he's the model. They have a fascination with authoritarianism. And this happens right before you have a big war. My grandfather grew up in Dallas, but he was there in a German community and some of the family still spoke German that they'd married into. And WBAP would play speeches of Hitler in the 1930s and they'd listen to him on the radio. And Time Magazine had him as the cover twice, said he was a great guy. My grandfather, of course, fought against Hitler in World War II, but that's the rest of the story. But it's the same thing now. Oh, we put Jack Ma in a forced labor camp. Ah, the owner of Alibaba, he didn't do what we said. And she wanted to be just like that. This is an authoritarian move by globalists and by the UN, and it's all announced, and it's all here. And I told you they were going to say, oh, we want mandatory injections. And now Bloomberg, AP, Reuters, their editorial boards say, we want forced injection of an experimental shot that's not even been given authorization yet because in the animal trials that they did secretly, it killed almost all the animals. They did all the tests of these same vaccines under other names. It's come out. We've shown you the studies. The University of Texas and others. It killed almost all the rats and all the ferrets. So then you ask, why the hell would they roll something out they know is going to do that? How are they going to get away with it? Because they're planning on launching something even bigger, a total financial collapse and or a major war or both. And they think that that will then cover up the last crime they committed. You only commit yourself to an assault like this that will weigh down in bankrupt society known as a soft kill. We're going to play a doctor talking about that in a moment. If you're fully, absolutely committed. But first, here is the head of the global UN Rapid Reaction Force, Dr. Michael Ryan, telling you, in April of last year, 16 months ago, the plan. wouldn't use the word isolation for someone who is a case, confirmed. We tend to use the word quarantine for someone who's at risk of being a case, usually a contact. So on that basis, we advise that all suspect cases are tested and all suspect cases are isolated in an appropriate medical facility. In low incidence areas where there are sporadic cases or clusters, we advise that all contacts should be quarantined. Ideally, that quarantine should occur in a place other than the home. They did that with community workers, with public health workers, visiting the houses, checking on people, checking their health status every day and saying, how are you? Have you got a fever? Have you got a cough? And if a contact has developed a cough or a fever, they were taken immediately for testing. See all the training. Everyone is now a suspect. That's what was getting done with all the social isolation to scare you. They didn't want people talking. They don't want people discussing their plans. This is why they're clamping down the control and trying to intimidate and separating people. They started it with the social distancing, the lockdowns, the non-essentials. It's not essential to talk to people. We want everything online so we can monitor it. We don't want you getting together with your loved ones and your friends. By doing that and making everyone a sus suspect, that is how they're going to bring in the persecution and the betrayal that Jesus warned us about. And you think that they won't do it? They'll be promised a reward. Look what Judas did to Jesus. I just wrote on this, folks. 
Anyway, if you listen carefully, if you really pay attention to their words, and they use catchphrases and key words, you can pick up on it. Going back to the clip. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a, in a safe and dignified manner. Did you hear that? Total power, total control, total martial law, the UN setting the policy. And he said, well, there's sporadic or almost no cases. There are towns in Australia and in Canada shut down still a year and a half later. And major cities have been shut down again because they have one case. Or they go, oh, there's a Delta variant. And where'd it come from? This lab run by Fauci in the UN so they could fear monger. The virus is not that dangerous if you don't have any type of uh, already serious illnesses or don't have um, major deficiencies. But it's a virus that they own for the vaccines they already had produced and ready. And I told you that over a year ago. Came out in documents last month that we covered it here that they already had all the vaccines ready under other names. And in December of 2019, Fauci sent emails to Wuhan and said, prepare the announcement of the vaccines, have it ready. Get the vaccines out of ice. They had them all ready in liquid nitrogen, frozen, ready for the world to be our saviors. What monsters, but you'd only do it if you ran the UN response, you ran the PR response, you controlled the World Health Organization, you controlled all the major health institutions of countries through Bill Gates, through the UN, which they do. They, they, they had bragged Bill Gates had taken over all the major health institutions by 2011. And then Operation Lockstep by the Rockefeller Foundation said they would use that to take over the world. Here's a national Canadian news with the British, uh, excuse me, Freudian slip, the, the globalist uh, spokesperson in Alberta saying, oh, we're going to keep the lockdown going so people can't communicate and talk on the street. That's right. So it's all digital so that everybody can be watched. And they're arresting people in Canada and Europe and Australia that criticize the lockdowns, saying that's illegal. Here it is. Hi there. Thanks for taking my questions. I'm wondering about the injunction um, banning public gatherings and whether there really is a need for such a far-reaching one, given the trajectory we're on now. So, I mean, I think it's still there. We still have, uh, the uh, you know, bringing lar large numbers of people together uh, it, it, it can present some risk. We'll, we'll continue to look at that. Uh, but I think the other purpose of the injunction is to uh, is to uh, you know, prevent, uh, you know, groups that are spreading, uh, uh, deliberately spreading uh, false information that can, add by, by, can actually create risk. The information itself, if listened to, creates risk to the public as well well so and that's that that certainly is a need to manage that uh, misinformation campaign as well oh it's to stop us from talking this is what the dirty bureaucrats with the big banks and big pharma have done because we don't want globalism we don't want open borders we want our own nation states we want control of our countries we don't want to turn our guns in we don't want drag queen story time for our children and so their answer is just permanent martial law and they're planning to bring it back in texas and everywhere else, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we've got to go on the offense and expose that Fauci and expose that Gates and expose Wuhan and the lab that they had the motive. They had the history. They cooked up the viruses, the exact same viruses. They're in all the documents. Then they lied to Congress. They perjured themselves and covered up the fact while they posed as saviors and while they got emergency authorization by blocking ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, oral steroids, and all these things that are basically 100% effective, unless you're already on desk door, 
so that people will get sick and die and wouldn't have a treatment, and so emergency authorization could then be made. Because you can't have emergency authorization for an experimental injection unless there's no other known treatment that has even 5% efficacy. And these babies had 98, 99% efficacy, silver bullet, complete control. But remember what they told you all over the world. Oh, if you got a cough, stay home, don't go to the hospital. And then people that had regular pneumonia and the flu died and they called it COVID. And people that hadn't even had autopsies or been tested, they'd call it COVID. And doctors have gone public and said we were ordered to say it because this was a criminal group who also sent billions and billions of dollars per state to themselves and per country to themselves. Think about how every single angle of this was looked at and actuaried and battle planned and tested. And now they tell you in their battle plans, they're planning to release stuff even worse. This was just the test, the drill, the beta. Now they're gonna go operational with the full attacks, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about managing information with a simulant kill system where you then kill people with a vaccine to see if you can cover it up before you really hit them with the big attack. And Bill Gates said that over a year ago after I predicted he would. Because they're telegraphing it all to their cult. They've got a large part of the public's actually in on this and thinks they're part of it, which of course they're not, they're idiots. You know, Alex calls people idiots, but the only thing about Alex is it would do him well to tie it more to scripture. He is a Christian and he should be doing that because that is where the times are. And that's what needs to be recognized by many. And many people don't understand because a lot of pastors and priests don't talk about these things. There are those who do, don't get me wrong, but there's others who don't. You know, Jesus said, my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Since you priests refuse to know me, I refuse to recognize you as my priests. Since you have forgotten the laws of your God, I will forget to bless your children. We are a nation that has forgotten God. In fact, Many Western nations, they've embraced ideologies that are not of the Lord. I was studying 2 Kings 17 recently, and there's a number of verses that pertain to where things are now, and I'd like to read those. But the Israelites, this is 2 Kings 17, verses 14 and 15, but the Israelites would not listen. They were as stubborn as their ancestors who had refused to believe in the Lord their God. They rejected his decrees and the covenants he had made with their ancestors, and they despised all his mornings. They worshipped worthless idols, so they became worthless themselves. They followed the example of the nations around them, disobeying the Lord's command not to imitate them. Other Western nations have embraced the evil that has been put forth in the United States for decades. So... When they're trying to sell this narrative in this together, oh, we're in it together, all right. We're in it together where the judgment's concerned. And in the U.S., it isn't just the things we embrace alone, but now we're a nation removing God, and as well as our brothers and sisters, whether they're in Europe or Australia or New Zealand or the U.K., wherever, they're doing, they're got, the people there have been doing the same thing. I mean, unless you've been walking closely and walking in obedience and not clinging to idols or ideologies, you're facing judgment. And this is why I recently wrote on the unconventional refining. Because the Lord told me when I was studying Second Kings that there would be an unconventional refining, and that is a trip in the wilderness that will be much, much worse than during normal times, which, by the way, guys, you know, having been through one, I can tell you that is, that's not something easy that you want to go through. 
that is a time where your faith will be tested and you will be refined if you are considered a Christian or you identify as one, but you're not living in the Lord's ways. But the ideologies, the idols, you know, worshiping of things, and basically an idol is anything that takes precedence over God. If you're not spending time with him, not spending time in his word, not giving him thanks, not giving him worship, not recognizing him first and foremost in every single thing you do. And the thing about the United States, as it pertains, we were a nation founded on godly principles, and all of those principles have been removed. You know, to continue, and, and then we're, and on top of that, then we're welcoming in, you know, all this LGBT stuff, uh, you know, celebrating abortion. I mean, there was just a statue in Arkansas a few days ago, a statue of Jesus that was defaced, where they put a sign on it that said, God bless abortion. This is the kind of apostasy that's taking place. This is the kind of heresy that's taking place. And then this country wonders why it's having the problems it is in other countries that are doing the same or allowing it or going along with it. Because remember, I said before, if you go along with something, it's just as bad as doing the sin yourself. So could continue in 2 Kings 17, verse 13. Well, actually, that was before what I read. Again and again, the Lord had sent his prophets and seers to warn both Israel and Judah, turn away from all your evil ways, obey my commands and decrees, the entire law that I commanded your ancestors to obey, and that I gave you through my servants, the prophets. The Lord has been sending his people out. I told you guys before, I don't identify as a prophet, but I do get prophetic messages um, those of you who listen to Glenda, you know, she gets messages. We read you the scriptures. We read you what God's word says as it's written. And that's why we tell you to turn away from these ideologies, these sins. When we look at second Kings 17 verses 16 through 17, they rejected all the commands of the Lord, their God and made two calves from metal. They shut, they set up an Asherah pole and worship Baal. And all the forces of heaven. And Baal was an idol back in those days. You know, just in the same way, that normalcy or, you know, clamoring for, you know, ideologies and political figures. That's that's the same as trying to clamor for an idol. They even sacrificed their own sons and daughters in the fire. People are sacrificing their sons and daughters right now by giving them this injection. They don't even realize that there's poison in this. This is why I've been beating the drum on this so hard, guys, because I've been trying to make everybody see where things are. And not even just the injections. Also, you know, subjecting our kids to, you know, things like gay pride parades and drag queen story hour. I mean, do we not think that there's any consequence for this? This is what is meant by subjecting your kids to the fire. You're subjecting them to hell, to the things that are not of God, and conditioning them to accept these things, that they're okay and that they're good, calling everything good evil and calling what's evil good. But moving forward in 2 Kings 17, they consulted fortune tellers and practiced sorcery and sold themselves to evil, arousing the Lord's anger. Sounds a lot like it is now. People going to calling, you know, psychic lines, going and seeing the psychics, getting tarot cards, reading all the stuff that's witchcraft. Practicing sorcery, you know, these are things that are all opposite of what is commanded in the word of God. And this is why we're facing the judgments we are. And continuing on later on in 2 Kings 17 verses 33 through 34. 
And though they worship the Lord, and this is, by the way, pertaining to those who identify as Christians, you could uh, easily, you know, refer it to that. And though they worship the Lord, they continue to follow their own gods according to the religious customs of the nations from which they came. And this is still going on today. They continue to follow their former practices instead of truly worshiping the Lord and obeying the decrees, regulations, instructions, and commands he gave the descendants of Jacob, whose name he changed to Israel. In any verse you read in the Bible, wherever it says, you know, Judah or Israel, you could easily replace that with America. There's people who debate that America is Mystery Babylon. And, you know, the Lord has to- he told us in his commandments, Exodus 20, you know, it's repeated again in 2 Kings 17, 38 through 41. Do not forget the covenant I made with you and do not worship other gods. You must worship only the Lord, your God. He is the one who will rescue you from all your enemies. But the people would not listen and continue to follow their former practices. So while these new residents worship the Lord, they also worship their idols. And to this day, their descendants do the same. And folks, that's exactly where we are. And that's what needs to be recognized. I've said before, I believe that it's too late for Second Chronicles 14 on a basis of this nation in its entirety. Only if there was a really huge revival that suddenly happened, maybe. I'm, you know, I believe God is a God of mercy, and he, may change his, he might change his mind, because it's written all throughout the word when the people repented. I mean, Jonah's a good example when he warned the people to stop sinning. You know, they dressed in sackcloth, they repented from their sins, then it all stopped. But in the days we live, it's just as it was in Sodom and Gomorrah. People continue going on, and now they're even pushing abominations even further and going after God's people, trying to pass the laws, trying to make ways to round people up. I mean, folks, this doesn't end well. And this is why I have been talking about this to help people realize what the Lord is desiring his people do. Because those who don't listen, those who scoff and stay on the fence, they're going to be left for the unconventional refining. And that's not going to be fun because if you're trying to figure out how to stay alive and running for your life to survive, it's going to be a lot harder to hear the Lord's voice during those times. And so that's why I warn you, you know, do not wait, heed the warning. And I'm going to continue to hammer this home in different ways I'm not always going to talk on everything that's going on as it pertains. I mean, I try to do different shows in different ways. I try to do encouraging blog pieces, but I'm going to say what needs to be said and get the message out there um, any way that I think will get the people that the Lord desires to save to turn to him. And I pray that you will heed my warning that I'm giving you from him. Now that all said about the idols, I want to play you guys another clip. And this is from Channel 7 News in Australia. This is just another example of how they are conditioning people to accept this new normal, this new world order. And after this, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to show you and demonstrate how they're coming for the people. Because I read you Revelation 13 earlier about how they will cause it so that you cannot buy, sell, travel, or work. And that's what we see. And I'm playing this clip as to demonstrate how that pertains. 
checking in before you reach the checkout. Service New South Wales QR codes are at most supermarkets already, but not all shoppers are using them. A little bit annoying, I think it keeps us safer. Soon you'll have no choice. The state government mandating the system in all workplaces across New South Wales by July 12. So we're giving them until the 12th in order to get their house in order. Staff, customers and visitors need to comply in retail stores, supermarkets, individual shops in shopping centres, office buildings, universities and schools, but not students, factories, warehouses, gyms. Check-in forms must be available for people without a digital device. We've seen with COVID how fast it moves, so we need to adjust our circumstances accordingly. The public assured data will only be stored for 28 days just for contact tracing. Inspectors and police can issue fines, even shut down businesses for non-compliance. Retailers will do their best to protect themselves and, and staff, but this is really a matter for law enforcers. The minister only able to make today's announcement after being reclassified as a casual, not close contact of infected colleague Adam Marshall. He was around three metres away from me, so I was at a point when he wasn't uh, that infectious. Alex Hart, 7 News. Now someone might say, well, that's just Australia, you know, we don't have to worry about that. Well, think again, because... They're bringing that to the UK. On the dailymail.co.uk, there is a headline. COVID passports will be compulsory in pubs. Ministers plan to force bars, clubs, and restaurants to demand proof of two jabs or negative tests from autumn to help tackle fourth wave of the virus. The government hopes COVID passports will encourage vaccine-shy young people to get jabbed. There's that dangling of the carrot that was mentioned earlier. You heard that clip that Alex Jones played. By September, all adults over 18 should have been offered both vaccine doses allowing for the passports. Patrons will need to show proof of either two vaccine doses or a recent negative test under the proposals. Does it not seem that this is reminiscent of Nazi Germany? Papers, please. So I'm going to continue on and read this article. Britons will need COVID certificates to enter pubs, bars, restaurants, and clubs under plans to stop a fourth wave of the virus in the autumn. Experts hope the move will boost the stalling vaccination rates among young people and stave off another surge in cases. The proposals would see entertainment venues in England demanding vaccination passports as proof of either two doses or a recent negative test. The government certification review released earlier in the week said although the so-called vaccine passports would not be mandated now, it did not rule out the prospect if England faces a difficult situation in autumn or winter. You can rest assured this is going to be mandatory, folks. It comes amid a reduction in the vaccine take-up, with the first doses having in two weeks as numbers drop below on 100,000 a day for the first time since April. Well, gee, when people are getting sick, and dying and getting blood clots, do you think people are going to be excited to go out and take something that they know could kill them? They see what's happening in America and Canada and other places, and there's instances of it happening in the UK. I'm sure there's instances of it happening in many countries, but they're just not... I mean, the videos are are all up on Brighteon. Go to Brighteon.com. Not YouTube, because you won't find it there. Go to Brighteon.com, run by Mike Adams, and do a search. Or just browse, and you'll for sure come across the videos, because people are posting them every day. Continuing, the government had decided not to enforce COVID passports now, 
because it would discriminate against younger people who have not been able to receive their second vaccination yet, the Times reported. Right. Let me see it here. I believe, yeah, that's the Times of London because it says thetimes.co.uk. It's not that people know that it don't know it's available. They know it's available. They're not getting it. They don't want it. And that's why they're clamping down. That's why in America, oh, well, we're going to send these vaccination teams door to door to tell people why they should get it and offer it to them. They're trying to start trouble. And again, you know, going back to Nazi Germany, that's what they were doing. Checking the papers, getting everyone on board. And the next step after that was were the roundups. Because what they were doing when they were sending people door to door was collecting data. They were collecting data to see who would take it, who wouldn't take it, and why. And they were cataloging those who would not. So going on in this article, there are also fears it could damage the economy with people being turned away from the struggling hospitality industry. But ministers believe that all over 18s will have been offered both doses by September. And therefore, vaccine passports can be enforced in venues where social distancing is not possible. So there's that clamoring for normalcy. And I'll tell you what, you know, I, as hard as it is, you know, when you're that age, when you're young, I would have to really reflect on whether or not I wanted to go out. And if my friends were in on that, I would have nothing to do with them anymore if they did not know where the times were. And this is why I present this information out there so people can make an informed decision and consider the ramifications of what they're doing, because this is a beast training system. That's what this is. They're training for the actual mark. And you scroll down and you see the phone. And, you know, I have to wonder, how does the phone, how does, how is the phone able to tell how people are infected or not, or how they had the vaccine or not? I have to wonder if that has anything to do with that Bluetooth situation I mentioned earlier. And then, of course, you know, the Daily Mail, they... They like the fear monger as well. So they've got all the charts of the cases. It's always the cases. It's never the deaths. It's the cases. It could be the normal flu. But let's just cases, cases, cases. A Downing Street source said, In autumn, vaccine passports could become an important tool that will allow us to keep things open. Do you hear that? So we'll close and we're going to lock you in your home if you don't take your passport and you will have to scan to get in. And if you don't have your vaccine, sorry, you don't get in. Another added, if we can show real benefits of getting vaccinated in terms of everyday life, then it could quite be a useful tool. Oh, I'm sure it would. A good brainwashing tool. And if we lock everything down, well, then we'll just blame the non-vaccinated. You see, that's that's their plan. And therein lies the persecution that I talked about earlier. It is hoped it will spur the vaccine-shy young to get jabbed so they do not miss out on going to pubs and clubs. So far, more than 95% of over 50s have been vaccinated compared to 76% of people aged 30 to 34, and the rate is plateauing. And, you know, it goes on and on and on. I'm not going to read all of it. But just so you know, I mean, that's that's where it's going. And I see them going to be they're going to be rolling that out here in America because they're in Canada. They're, do, they're doing it. Um, you know, you just heard the clip that they're doing it in Australia. And. You know, I saw videos that even Russia's doing it. They're having people check vaccine statuses outside of restaurants. So, you know, all these countries, they act like they're all against each other. And, you know, oh, the U.S. is against Russia and Russia's against the U.S. and China and vice versa and all that. No, they're manipulating people in the public 
But behind the scene, the governments all know what's going on. They know they know exactly what's going on because they're all on the same page. Wake up and smell the cappuccino, folks. They're lying to you, and you need to be paying attention. Not going to get your nails done and posting pictures of it on Facebook and making dumb TikTok videos. You need to be paying attention because the horses of the apocalypse are getting ready to ride. And now I'm going to read from Revelation 6. And this is starting on verse 1. Revelation 6, verse 1. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him. And he went out conquering and to conquer. Now, if you had to discern the times, you can see that coronavirus, or corona, being Latin for crown, has given the globalists the opportunity to go out and gain the victory over the people because they're passing the laws, they're putting into place the beast system that Klaus Schwab and all these other globalists want to bring on board. And so that's the start of all of it. This has been the start of it. It started last year. And I'd say now that we're in between that part and the red horse. And I think that that's why some people may say that the red horse applies because the second seal is conflict on earth. And how do you bring about conflict? You know, I was just talking about, um, they're trying to start trouble by coming door to door and getting people upset. So going on in verse three, when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see another horse, fiery red went out and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword that is going to be the spirit of lawlessness going into overdrive, which we already see starting now. That's already been starting. When persecution starts, when shortages are going on, those who do not call on the name of the Lord, those who are not walking in his ways, they're not going to know what's going on. And this is why I put so much effort into describing these things so people understand. This is another reason why I have said that if you belong to a church that's not talking about these things, you might want to take a good hard look at what you're really getting out of it. You know, Jesus said his people, they're destroyed from a lack of knowledge. I was talking about that. I've been talking about that before. It's not that the information is not out there. It is. And all this time, it has given people the opportunity to take that time to research these things. It's a question of most people, you know, and I shouldn't, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but it's an observation. I've, I've seen it myself. That's how I can say it. They don't want to take the time to look at it. They, you know, you can show them articles. Well, I don't want to read that. Well, the science says, or they're listening, because if they've got the time to sit down and watch CNN and listen to NPR and talk radio that will tell them what their itching ears want to hear, which that's also in the word, that people in the last days will believe whatever their itching ears want to hear. That's a sign of the end times as well. They have, if, if people have the time for that, they have the time 
to look into things or they have a time to look at a video or they have the time. And if they're interested enough, they should be making the time. Because if you're, you know, Jesus said, if I show you earthly things and you believe me not, how can I show you heavenly things? So when people are denying the times or not wanting to come to terms for it, and there's this indifference out there, how can they expect to know anything else when they're they're rejecting any wisdom that's given to them, even if it's through somebody else. So that division, that's the start of where it says, and that people should kill one another. And that's not just the persecution, guys. That's not just going to be because them playing us off or trying to play us off. You notice how everything up until now has been dividing, dividing over race, dividing over, you know, someone's sexuality, even though we know the way God made a man and a woman. Everything that can be a virtue is a virtue. Everything that can be an argument is an argument. It's a separation. A nation divided can't stand. Jesus said that. You know, you can look up any any of these uh, words I mentioned. You can look them up just by putting the word Bible and putting the phrase. And it will come up and it will show you what chapter, what verse it is. And that's the beauty of the internet. I recommend everybody use it before they can no longer use it. Because one of the things that... I had talked about was going to be false flags coming up. I talked about that in Do You See Part 2. And when I talked about that, I said one of the things they're going to do is to take away our ability to get online or everything will be heavily monitored. So, now let's look at Revelation 6, verses 5 through 6. Starting on verse 5. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold... A black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. That means there's going to be great food shortages and famine. And Jesus warned about that in Matthew 24. He said, there would be pestilences, earthquakes, and famines. Um, you know, but before all these, they will deliver you up. So that's what we're holding. We're heading into now is the persecution and the laws that are being passed. You know, they're going to try to make be making laws against anybody who's a Christian, anybody who you know truly preaches the word of God, because they're going to declare it hateful, or they're going to declare it that it trouble makes and it doesn't go along with their values and the core beliefs. That's what the new world order is. It's trying to establish everything that is anti-God. They believe in transhumanism. They believe in control and monitoring everybody. And to get there, they're going to start a war or another false flag or, and they're going, whether they're real or manufactured, there's going to be shortages and there's going to be inflation because when you have all of these things compounding at once and you have people who have lost their jobs I mean, economies are failing everywhere. So it's destroying economies. It's it's causing a shortage. There's droughts. This is all going to cause the products that do remain or are produced. Those are going to skyrocket in price. And that's what's meant by the pair of scales in the hand. And that a quarter wheat for a denarius. So it's going to cost like a day's pay to get a loaf of bread. You know, that's going to be... As far as I know, that's, I mean, from what I can see, what I get in my spirit, that's going to be a very hellish time. I would not want to be here on the earth. I pray 
that the Lord gets his people out of here before that comes, because that's going to not, uh, that's, whew. Then let's go to the fourth seal. Widespread death on earth. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, come and see. So I looked and behold, a pale horse and the name of him who sat on it was death and Hades followed him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and the beasts of the earth. I believe that right there is going to be a combination of what I've already talked about, but also the rise. I believe that the rise of the Antichrist comes into play sometime in here. Because power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death by the beasts of the earth. This also plays into Revelation 8. So if you're familiar with the trumpets, that also goes hand in hand with that, because that's going to, this is all starts, this is all start of the judgment. Now, when we look at the fifth seal, the cry of the martyrs, when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar, the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God, and for the testimony which they held. Now, you remember what I just got done saying about coming after God's people, after the true Christians, because they're going to declare a hate speech and probably outlaw the Bible and other things. And this is why you want to be right with Christ now. You want to be right with the Lord now, because depending on what happens, I mean, you don't want to be thinking, well, I'm going to be raptured out of here, but then you're not living right if you're still living in idolatry. And this is why I have talked about repentance, because whether... You are taken by the Lord when he returns for us or gets us out of here, or whether you are, you know, unfortunate to pass in one of these judgments that are upon us, you want to be sure that your spirit, your soul is right in with him. But going on in verse 10, and they cried with a loud voice saying, how long, O Lord, holy and true until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Then a white robe was given to each of them. And it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. So that's the those who kept their testimony, those who remain true to the word, who are living in the word and remain faithful to Jesus, that even though they were facing death, they still kept their testimony, that they did not fall away. They were the ones who died for Christ. That doesn't mean that's going to be everyone. Like I said, there's going to be those who are persecuted, but there's also going to be those who of us who probably end up dying in the events that are coming. Because, you know, nobody knows how it's going to play out for everyone. That's why it's up to everybody to do what they need to do. That's why that's what I meant. Like, you know, stop the finger pointing, stop wasting time, stop scoffing. If you're focusing on the messenger more than you are the message, you need to step back and realize that the messenger is not going to be the one who saves you. Jesus is your savior. And that's, you need to be walking in his ways, not criticizing those who are trying to get you on board. So then we get into the sixth seal, cosmic disturbances. Verse 12, I looked when he opened the sixth seal and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell to the earth, as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, 
and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And folks, I have talked about um, the great earthquake coming. That's up on my blog. Um, I've talked about that from, I've read, I've quoted Revelation 8 on that. Not so much in my podcast. I haven't spent a lot of time on it, but I have written on it. Uh, the message the Lord gave me about that. We know that there's earthquakes occurring in diverse places. So those signs are all around us now. And I had a dream recently, and this is up on my blog as well. I had wrote on the love of Christ recently. And I spoke to a dream I had where I was standing in a parking lot and there were hot coals raining down and they were smoldering. It was not revealed specifically to me what had happened. I don't know if it was celestial, but given that this says cosmic disturbances, it would make me wonder. I'm still praying for a revelation on that. There's parts of that dream I did not understand, so I'm as soon as I get that revelation, I will be speaking about it or writing about it, if it's in the Lord's will for me to do so. But going on in verse 15, you know, I, I just read verse 14. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it was rolled up and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And then verse 15. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? You see, the reason I preach the repentance guys is because I believe the rapture is real. I've been shown a dream on it. I've been given, you know, comfort in my spirit that those who are abiding in his ways and his people just need to bide their time because his return is near. You don't want to be one of the people left here for the unconventional refinement, which will take place during the great tribulation. You do not want to be here when these things are going on. And this is why I talk so much on this, as I have said throughout this podcast. And so, you know, it is my hope and prayer that you guys are hearing what I said. The, the information's out there. I tell you about it as a means to bring you to salvation, redemption. You know, if you're backslidden, return. Call in the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. I quote it, you know, for he who calls unto the name of the Lord shall be saved. He who endures until the end shall be saved. Those are all verses you can read throughout the word. And, you know, the Lord does not, he's being patient for your sake. But folks, I've been telling you time and time again, that time is running out. And so I'm advising you strongly, you know, to heed that warning. You know, don't wait, don't, don't stay on the fence, don't scoff and make fun. Do what you need to do. Do what you feel conviction is right. That is him. That conviction is the Lord calling on you when you hear me talking about these things and it's making you second guess everything. That's what these messages are meant to do. It's pulling you back so that you are saved from these coming calamities. The Lord is standing at the door knocking. What he told me in regards to the revelations I just read, the leaders in your countries have made laws against you. These laws are being enacted now. Those telling you the need for them to throw a veil of deception upon you, but their true intent is to harm you. Now, you heard in that clip earlier I played where this is going, and you've heard my comments on what I've been talking about. We need to not be clinging to the idols. 
and the idol of normalcy. The Lord continued, My people must remain in me, for I am the wisdom you seek to guide you through. For those not remaining in me shall perish. Hold not to the things of the past, and not the things of the earth, for these shall be lost in the coming calamities. Too many of my children are setting their hearts on a past season, while the season before you entails much destruction and lack. Think not on the past, for there is a time for everything, and these times you think on are no more. Keep your focus stayed on me, for I will keep you in peace and safety. Cling not to life as you have known it, but your life in me. I will provide all you need. You know, guys, I had a dream, and I shared this recently, where I was in my, on my back patio at night, and I saw an angel with a trumpet. In that dream, I started ascending out of my body, and he said, I am lifting you up. Folks, I do not know much about the rapture. I don't know when it occurs. All I can go by is verses, and I'm soon going to be doing a uh, podcast with Glinda on that. I've been praying for more revelation on it. But the fact that we do not know the day or the hour, we need to have our spiritual houses in order. We cannot be reflecting on the things of the past. Because if we're hanging on to that, and if our priorities are in idols, if they are in normalcy, if they're in ideologies, then our priorities are not in the Lord and they're in the wrong place. You know, don't be focusing on, oh, you know, he said this, or, oh, he said a word I didn't like, or, you know, oh, well, why is, why, why is his podcast sounding this way? Why isn't it in better quality? Those things are irrelevant to the message. If you're focusing more on the way I'm presenting it rather than the message itself, then your priorities are already not in the right place. There's no time for that. Again, you know, there comes a time where this Operation Polygon, they just did a drill on, you know, their whole agenda. They want to come against the web. I told you about this in Do UC Part 2. I said that these things would be coming. So consider what I've said here today and reflect on what you need to be doing. And that is seeking the Lord. You know, he's standing there knocking at the door. He's getting your attention. All these things up until now have been to get your attention. I will continue to say this. That is his mercy. That is his love. And if people could understand that, which I have written about, they would be getting on their knees. He's been calling you the merciful way. He doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants everyone to come to repentance. He wants everyone to reverence him. So there cannot be any confusion as to how things were and where they are now, because I have read you the scriptures here today. I pray that I'm reaching you, that I'm reading you the right scriptures and speaking it to truth that it is. May Jesus bless you guys. Thank you for listening.